Praise God, praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Glad you could join us. Why don't we go right to prayer? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord God, we thank you so much for this time that we have here with you today, O oh Lord God, and we pray that your precious Holy Spirit, O oh Lord God, will minister to the hearts and the minds and the spirit of every single listener that would be here today, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. We praise you. We just magnify the most wonderful name. Heavenly Father, I give this time and this space entirely over to you, O oh Lord. Take it where you will for your honor and your glory and your praise. Amen. 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 Again, praise God. Welcome. Glad you could join us here today. And why don't you just uh, go get your Bible if you don't have it already there and put this on pause. We run and get your Bible so you can read along with us and highlight passages and scriptures and, you know, let the Holy Spirit minister to you accordingly. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, how many uh, remember pay phones? Okay. How many out, out there are young enough to remember pay phones? I certainly do. And how many remember how many times when you needed a pay phone, you had to run somewhere to find one. If it was bad weather, it was really a, a royal pain to try to find a phone booth, you know, and to find one, one that was working on top of that, you know, where the uh, the uh, cord hadn't been ripped off or something else was wrong with it. Or you get up there, you drop money in the box, and you still don't get a dial tone, you know. <laughs> and phone booths were not that readily available. I mean, they were in, in places that you may not even want it to go into, but they, they weren't at your fingertips, okay? And I, I was watching an old uh, Kojak uh, cop show, many of you may remember, remember Kojak and and uh, he was on a case and um, he was running he had to get in touch with remember Crocker he had to get in touch with Crocker real quick and he went to a phone booth you know and I was just kind of thinking back I said gee whiz you know they didn't even have cell phones around back then and it's amazing that the, the police were, they were even able to get anything done but anyway we remember the the uh, the uh, coin phones and so on like that and then of course we have cell phones you know and thank God uh, for cell phones but even with cell phones how many times did you need to make a call, okay, and you couldn't get a signal? You know, you hold your phone up and you only got one bar, perhaps, you know, or, or how many times when you needed to make a phone call, your battery it was only showing one bar for, for battery power. You know, so even with the cell phones, we, 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 we don't have complete, complete 100% communication. And we all have needs for instant communication at one time or another. We've all been there, you know, where we've needed to get in touch with someone and maybe call a job, call a loved one or whatever. God forbid you're in an, in an emergency situation. You need to have instant, instant communications. And it's something that we all wrestle with. And not being able to have that instant communication can oftentimes bring on anxiety and bring on stress and just really wreck your day. You know, and again, God forbid that it's an emergency situation, then not having that instant communication can really indeed be, um, be problematic. And as a result, anxiety and stress uh, winds up finding its way into our lives, you know. Well, as I always say, for everything in the natural there is a supernatural counterpart, okay? And everything that exists and happens to us in the natural, there is something that God is doing or is happening in the spiritual realm, and which is something that we want to talk about here today, okay? And as, as usual, we always need to make sure that we're in touch with God and we're in His Word, and uh, so that we don't wind up in emergency situations without having, to, without having a, a way to communicate, you know, and especially with God. 
<clears throat> kind of brings me really to the point uh, uh, of this message today. The other day I was uh, I was on the treadmill and I was working some things out with God, you know, and there was uh, just something I wasn't quite ready to, I don't know if present is the right word, but ready to, to bring up with God. Now God knows my heart as God knows your heart and he knows my thoughts before I even voice my thoughts okay, to him. But the way, the way I am and the way I've learned over the many, many years is that I always go before the Lord and just like you go before your boss or any other family member uh, with a request or something you're trying to work out, you want to be prepared, you know, to present your case, so to speak. So I just wasn't, wasn't ready and, and God knew that. And while I was walking on the treadmill, he distinctly, I heard him distinctly say to me, I gave you a hotline. You have a hotline. Call me on the hotline when you're ready. Call me on the hotline when you're ready. And so I said, amen, amen. And as I went on, you know, with my prayer and everything, that hotline thing just really kind of dwelled in me. So then I decided to let me go to the Lord and, and have him really expound uh, to me exactly what that hotline is. And what he basically says is that he, he has given us a hotline that is a direct line of communication, okay? It, it, it's a hotline, and that hotline surpasses any technology that we have today. It's better than any man-made device, better than any man-made cell phone, anything that you can think of. The hotline that God has given us far, indeed, uh, surpasses the capabilities of any man-made device. We all have cell, cell phones or landlines at home. Some of us still have landlines at home or some form of communication to talk to each other. These devices require a cell phone service or require a landline service with the phone company. It requires wires. It requires airwaves and signals to go through. And it requires a physical device on which we can talk. You have to have a cell phone in your hand or you have to have a, a, a landline that you can speak into. Or, or if, you, if you're not holding it, you need a speaker phone. But you need some sort of a device that's in your hand. Okay? Well, prayer, however does not require any of those devices because we have this hotline. The hotline that God has given us is instantaneous connection to him, and it's in the form of prayer, okay? Now, you talk about a hotline, and exactly what is what is, is a hotline, you know? Well, Merriam-Webster, the dictionary, defines a hotline as a direct phone line set up, a direct phone line, a direct phone line set up for a specific purpose, especially for use in emergencies. A direct telephone line in constant operational readiness so as to facilitate immediate communication. Okay, let's read that again. Now, a, a, a hotline is a direct phone line that is set up for a specific purpose, especially, especially for use in emergencies. A direct telephone, it's a direct telephone line in constant operational readiness so as to facilitate immediate communication, okay? Now, we've always heard about the hotlines, you know, or the, the red line, red phone line, I believe it's referred to. It is a red phone that exists between, you know, this country and at one time Russia was where this hotline was always put in the newspapers and the press, and that was a line that the president of this country could pick up and call the, the head of Russia, you know, instantaneous communication, not to worry about dial tones, I would imagine, or whatever, it's direct communication. So this phone line is set up for a specific purpose, and especially for emergency situations, a direct phone line that is in constant operational readiness, okay? Well, with God's hotline, when he told me to pick up the hotline and to call him on the hotline when I'm ready, with God's hotline, we don't have to worry about internet coverage. We don't have to worry about battery power or any static getting in on the line. This is a direct communication to God himself. God gave us 
the ultimate communication device. Okay, we have it. It's free of charge. <laughs> you don't have to worry about how many minutes you've used, or you don't have to worry about uh, how much data you've used up. You're not going to be uh, a, a, a surcharge for additional data usage or, or, or power or anything else like that. And, and more importantly, God gave us the privilege of being able to speak directly to him, the creator of the universe. God gave us this hotline, the privilege to speak directly to him, the creator of the universe. Okay. Now just, just, just envision what, 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 what hit me when God, when God said this, you know, to me, call me on the hotline. You can pick up this hotline anytime, 24 seven. You don't have to worry about whether you have internet connection. You don't have to worry about whether or not your modem is connected to the internet. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It's totally free of charge. 24-7, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, you can pick up that hotline and go directly to God, who is the creator of the universe. That same God who created Jupiter, Mars, Saturn, you, you, you know, you know the, the, the Milky Way, you know, every constellation you can think of, every star that you can think of, the same creator is the one that said to you, as I'm saying to you today, as he said to me, pick up that hotline and call him. Pick up that hotline. It never, ever, ever, ever fails. Okay? Okay? This hotline, as I said before, it's of course in the form of prayer. And how do we communicate? Do we always have a good connection? Well, with this hotline, you certainly do. And let me just start by saying, or continue by saying, that the hotline communication structure is absolutely perfect. The structure for that hotline is absolutely perfect. It was created by him and established by God for us. So therefore, it has to be perfect because God created it. There's no faultiness in it, okay? There's no, uh, uh, there's no mechanical failure to be experienced, okay? However, however, excuse me, however, there can be static or interruption on our communication line to God. Okay, and those those interruptions are caused by us or by the devil that's trying to prevent you from hearing God. Okay, the static, the only static that you will find on that on that hotline, that communication line to God, is the static that is either caused by us or caused by the devil, because the devil himself is trying to is trying to prevent you from hearing from God. Okay, okay, we can be in a bad reception area, so to speak, when we are too busy to hear God trying to communicate with us. All right. If we're too busy, busy to pick up the phone and everything, then it's going to be hard for us to communicate with God. It's going to be hard for us to hear when God wants to communicate with us. The hotline is there. OK, but if you're not accessing that hotline or if you are causing static or if there are connection issues, it's not because of the Internet being out or because you're not having battery power. It's because something that we are doing or something we are permitting the devil to do in our lives to prevent us from hearing from God. OK, when we use God's hotline to communicate with God in prayers, Satan and demons tremble with fear. The enemy cannot withstand the power of prayer. Okay, when they see us at the ready to pick up that hotline to call God, when they know that we're about to, to pick up that line and the hotline and talk to the Lord God creator of the universe, all right, they get very nervous about that because they know that when we talk to the to God, the creator, when we talk to our maker, that we are going to get some marching orders, or God is going to give us some instructions, God is going to give us some directions, which will greatly thwart what they're trying to do in your life. So they get very, very, very nervous. So therefore, if, if you are on the hotline, all of a sudden, you know, you're getting this static or something preventing you from connecting with God. Okay, it's not the fault of the hotline. It's something that is either going on with us or something going on with the enemy who's trying to hinder you from hearing what God wants to say to you. Amen. Prayer is effective at putting a stop to the works of Satan in your life. Okay, prayer, prayer. 
prayer is effective, very effective at putting a stock a stop to to the works of Satan and evil and his min, the min, his minions uh, in terms of what they're trying to to do in your life. Amen. Amen. Let's go to scripture as usual. Okay, and we're going to go to Philippians two. Uh, Philippians chapter two. Philippians chapter two, and we're going to start with verse number five. Philippians 2, and we go to verse number 5. Let this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made into the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him. God has also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Verse 10 again, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. Every single knee shall bow. Okay. That means every single demonic entity that's out there, Satan himself has to bow at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. Okay. All of those people that may be giving you a hard time, be it your, 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 your boss, uh, a family member, a peers, you know, people that you know, or whatever it is that's coming against you in the name of Jesus, those activities can be bound up and cast out. Every single knee shall bow. You know, and people don't realize that these people that, that are out there today, the non-believers, the unbelievers, okay, the agnostics and so forth, they are the ones who are so quick to say that the atheists, they're the ones who are so quick to say that God doesn't exist and they will go on and will do what they want to do and, and putting in policies and doing everything to try to control God's people and whatnot, their knees shall bow. Their knees shall bow. And if you've got these things going on in your life, you have a hotline. You have a hotline. And you need to pick up that hotline and you need to talk directly to God and let God give you some marching orders and, and what to do to overcome those demons of darkness who are giving you hassles in, in your life. Every single knee shall bow. And many people out there today who are simply they're, they're too haughty and too puffed up in self and whatnot to acknowledge that God is real and that God exists, they're going to be greatly surprised come judgment day. They'll be greatly surprised. Every single knee shall bow. And that knee bowing includes Satan. That knee bowing includes every single demonic, demonic entity that is out there trying to give you a hard time today. That knee shall bow applies to every single demonic spirit of darkness that is trying to steal your joy, that is trying to steal your finances, that is trying to steal your health, that is trying to steal your loved one, that is trying to put to, to, to mess up your job and trying to prevent you from getting a promotion. Every single knee shall bow at the name of Jesus. And then as 11 says, verse 11 says, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay? They may be acting all puffed up right now. They may act to be acting all haughty. They may think that they're on the top just riding high and so forth. But their knees indeed shall bow 
okay, to the name of Jesus, okay? So we have this hotline that God has given us, okay? And the devils, they tremble when they see us using it. Using our hotline is the way that we communicate with God who created us and saved us through Jesus because he desires to be in a relationship with us, with us. You know, some, some, God wants to be in a relationship with us, you know. I'm not the greatest telephone person in the world. I mean, I'm, I don't call people and stay on the phone for hours. And I've just never been that way, even before I was saved. I'm just not a telephone person to stay on the phone the line for hours and hours talking. I mean, I will talk to family and friends and things like that. But I'm not one to stay on the phone for hours on end, okay. I will, though, I will, and I do, use God's hotline that he gave me, okay. And the beautiful thing about God's hotline is, like I said before, you don't have to worry about how many minutes you use okay you don't have to worry about how many gigabytes of data you use you don't have to worry about the cost at the end of the month when you get that bill you can get on that hotline with god and you can stay on that line as long as you want you can stay on that line as long as god wants to have a conversation with you and this is one person that i do not mind staying on the line with you know for whatever time it takes you know for me to com to complete my communication with him okay okay and there have been times in prayer and whatnot when I was was thought I was ready to get up off my knees or to get up and go on to, to start doing whatever it was I, I needed to do and I distinctly heard God say tarry a while stay with me tarry a while stay with me and then I would stop and I would stay with him and I would stay with him and listen to him and talk to him and let him just further open my eyes so that I could see where it is that he wanted me to go amen amen so we have this hotline you know and and, and also realize too that God talks to us through his word and through the Holy Spirit, of course, okay? He talks to us through his word, the written word of God in the Bible and, his Holy, and the Holy Spirit that is in us. He helps us to understand his word and to apply it to our lives, okay? It's through our hotline, the prayer, that we communicate back to God, okay? And he speaks to us. He speaks to us through his word, written word that we're reading now, and also through his precious Holy Spirit. Amen, amen. And this is how he communicates with us. We need to remember that our communication with God is based on what God has communicated to us through his word, okay? So in other words, we can read something in the Bible, we can read something in scripture here, and then through the hotline, God can confirm, God can confirm and, and, and clarify, confirm or clarify whatever it is that you just read about his word, okay, in his written word, okay? So that hotline is extremely important. We need to, we need to always remember that, that God communicates us based on what he has communicated through his word, okay? The written word is where it often starts, and God will further communicate that. Amen? Amen? Let's look at another scripture. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and we want to go to verse number 16. Okay? 1 Thessalonians 5, verse number 16. And it starts out by saying, rejoice evermore, okay? Right away now, let's rejoice, okay? Let's rejoice. Pray without ceasing. Underline that if you don't already have it, underline. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And just on giving thanks for a minute too, you know, we should always give thanks for things that come into our lives, you know, be they good or sometimes even if they're troublesome, all right? Because if something troublesome comes into your life, you know, God sometimes will, will permit 
things to happen in our lives because it helps to build us up. It helps to strengthen us. It is through challenges in our lives. When we pray to God, a challenge comes into your life. You take it to the Lord. God gives you what he wants you to do. And then you wind up becoming victorious in that life. Guess what? You've just been strengthened. You've just been strengthened because if anything like that happens again, now you have personal experience about how God will deliver you. You know, it's like you are, you know, if you're in a fighting match or, or something like that, a boxing match and, and uh, the guy is really a sailor you with blows and uh, then you you learn his style you learn his style and you watch him and next time he tries to throw that right cross you block him and you deliver him I don't know perhaps an uppercut or something and you and you knock him out now you learn you learn you know how that opponent fights you know how he leads well it's the same thing in our life okay as these troubles come into our lives and as the devil comes against us and as we're battling with him we wind up learning his moves through the through the experience of the Holy Spirit that is in us guiding us and telling us how to operate in that particular situation after you've learned how the enemy has, has been trying to operate and you counter it with the word of God, you counter it with what God is telling you to do and then you knock out your opponent, the devil or that demon that's coming against you, then you've learned how that particular demon behaves in certain situations so that if indeed he comes at you again, if he comes at you again, you've learned how to defeat him. Okay. Okay. So we are to give thanks even in times when we have difficulties in our lives. Okay. We think that we should only give thanks for, thanks to God for the one of wondrous things that He's done. Well, you give Him thanks even for those challenging times that He brings you through. Amen. Because that's where you build strength. That's where you build faith in God. Okay. So you build faith in God. When um, when Saul was challenging David to go out there to uh, fight Goliath, and Saul said, "You're just a you know shepherd boy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know how can you defeat him? He's a seasoned soul." soldier, plus he's much much bigger than you. What did David tell him? David said, the same way the Lord God delivered me from that bear and that lion, okay, so will God deliver me from this man, from this Goliath, okay, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but what he had basically was saying there, that he had a challenge with a bear and with a lion, and God saved him and brought him through that, okay, and the same way he had faith and confidence that the same way God brought him through that experience, that God will also bring him through defeating the, the Goliath. So I say to you today, you give thanks because where God delivered you from something else in the past, you think back, it may have been a week ago, it may have been a few days, it may have been yesterday, okay, it may have been last year. God delivered you through a challenging time. You think back to where God delivered you through that challenging time and God will deliver you again. So you give thanks in all things. Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesyings. Prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. Prove all things, it says there in verse 21. Challenge those spirits, try the spirits, the word of God says, okay? If someone is giving you something that they're claiming is the word of God, you prove it by, by checking it against the word of God. Just don't go swallowing hook, line, and sinker, okay? There's so much deception out there today, it isn't funny. So don't go swallowing everything you hear, hook, line, and sinker. You prove all things. Hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved, blameless, unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. So here we see there it says that to pray without ceasing. Use God's hotline with, without ceasing.
Okay, God does not has not established established this hotline to say, well, you can call on evenings, you know, between the hour of so and so and so and so. You know, remember when cell phones first came out, uh, that the service plans had that the evening calls, and I forget the hours now. If you called someone during those evenings, you used less data. Okay, and it was cheaper to call someone at certain times of day. With God, God's hotline, you call him any time of day, twenty four seven. You go to the Lord and take take your thing. Pray without ceasing. Use the hotline without ceasing, okay? Now, we also see that if we go to uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, praise the living God, Ephesians 6, and we want to start with verse number 10. Again, now these are familiar scriptures here, but let's see what the, what the Word is telling us regarding um, hotlines and prayers and things. Uh, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Okay, so right out the box there, he's saying, be strong in the Lord. We need to make sure that we are being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We need to put on the armor of God, the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, we've been here before, so I'm not going to dwell too deeply on it, but the wiles of the devil, are those, are, 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 it's that trickery. It's those things that the devil uses to deceive you. It's those things where the devil tells you, you're not going to succeed, you know, you're not going to be able to get that job, you'll never get that promotion, you know, you've got this pain in your body, and that means so-and-so, these are the wiles of the devil to trick you into disbelieving, or not trusting in what the Word of God tells us, and that's what he really wants to do, he wants to get us separated from the Word of God, so we lose our faith, and we start doubting God, and that eventually, if that is not checked, if it isn't checked, okay, you wind up going so far from God, so far from God, that it's even possible that you can go over to the other side, you can wind up turning away from God completely. You can stop going to church. You can stop reading your Bible. You can stop praying, stop trusting in God, and you wind up getting into all sorts of trouble because you've lost your faith. Amen. Amen. So it says, so to stand against the wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Those human beings out there are not the ones that are opposing us. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is what we see going on around us today. Okay, The turmoil that's in our lives and whatnot right? is not the individuals that are in office. Okay, it's not those. It's not those uh, uh, heads of state in, in, in your community, in, in, in your county, uh, in your state, uh, in the country, in the world. It's not those human beings. It's the darkness that's there. It's the wickedness in high places. It's not human beings. It's the wickedness that are driving those people to make the decisions and the proclamations that they're making. Okay, okay, okay. Demons were unloosed. Demons were definitely unloosed because we see that that's evidenced by the rise in crime, especially the senseless crime that we see going on today. There's always been crime going around, but I remember that, you know, it, it, when I was a, a younger person and everything in my 20s and whatnot, yeah, there were crimes, but there wasn't the frequency of crimes today and the senseless crimes that we're seeing today being committed, especially in broad daylight, okay? Rest assured, demons have been loosed, okay? The demons of darkness are busy, 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 and they are influencing those people that are committing these crimes, both physical crimes and also both uh, corporate crimes or white-collar crimes, as they call it, or crimes against nature nations and countries and so on, okay? Demons have been loose. No, make, no, make no mistake. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the, the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take on you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand, withstand in the evil
evil day and having done all to stand. You see so many times that it keeps saying to stand, to stand, to stand. That means not giving up. That means running to that hotline, talking to God and not giving up and getting your marching orders. What shall I do about my battle plan, Heavenly Father? What should I do about, about this meeting I have at work? What should I do about the next door neighbor who is really giving me such a hard time? You know, what should I do? What should I do? Use that hotline, okay? Stand, therefore, having your learns, your, your, your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18, praying always, not praying sometimes, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. Okay, so praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. So here God is saying to you to use that hotline, use that hotline, always, always, okay? You wake up three o'clock in the morning because there's something going on, you just can't sleep, you know, or maybe you were asleep, okay, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, you, you know, you know, you, you just wake up. One of the things to, 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 to watch for, I mean, it certainly, happen, it certainly happens with, with me, I mean, on, on a kind of a regular, regular basis as the need requires it, but you may be laying there sleeping peacefully, then all of a sudden your eyes simply awaken, your eyes simply open. You don't feel startled, you don't feel fearful. Okay, nothing is, there wasn't a sound in the house that jolted you asleep, your dog didn't wake you up, you just all of a sudden you, you wake up, okay? And that thought, whatever it is that is coming up that next morning, Monday morning, Wednesday morning, whatever it is, it, it comes to mind, okay? Many times that's the Lord just telling you to come talk to me, come talk to me, okay? And for me, that seems to happen at specifically certain times of the morning, of the night, the wee hours, okay? It'll be like 3.30, 3.30 in the morning, okay? And when that happens, I simply know, okay, the Lord wants to talk to me about something. That's when you go and you pick up that hotline, because the hotline is ready. The hotline is open. God's on the other end just waiting for you to pick it up and talk to him, okay? okay? Now, I don't think this is silliness or foolishness, you know? The things that, that, that we talk about, the things that we talk about here in, in, in this ministry are... Are, are deep spiritual truths because God does not want you to be worrying. God does not want you hassling. God does not want you worrying about your job, finances, your health, or a loved one, or anything else that's going. God does not want us to worry, and God has given us spiritual tools. Many times we just overlook those tools because we are so busy just kind of kind of reading the Word, you know, and going along with what the church says and, and everything. You know, well, guess what? The church is comprised of individual people. It's comprised of you and me. You know, you and I, okay, okay, the church, when I say the church, I'm talking about the, the body of Christ church. I mean, individual buildings and things like that. So the body of Christ. But in order for us to be powerful as a church, individually, we need to be powerful. And these sermons are aimed at giving you what God, what God is telling us through his word, what he wants us to do to make our lives better, to make us be more effective servants for him, to glorify, ultimately to glorify him his name through the work that we do in our lives. We can't do that if we're suffering, saints of God. We can't do that if we're worried about every single little thing that's going on. Amen. So God gives us these tools. And right now he's telling us about this hotline that is always or always there. Be it 3.30 a.m. or whatever time you may wake up or whenever it is you feel the need that you need to talk to God, that that tool is there. And all you have to do is to simply pick it up. Pick it up. The hotline is open and it's ready to go. 
and it's ready to go. Amen. Amen. If you are in a relationship with somebody, another human being, you're going to want to communicate with that person. Okay. All right. We all know what it was like when we were dating our wives, our girlfriends, loved ones, whatever it was, you know, things like that, wives or husbands, you know, and you wanted to talk to them. You couldn't wait to talk to them on the phone. Okay. You had a relationship that you were working on. Well, the same thing is true if you're in a relationship with God. You want to communicate with him. Your desire should be to talk to him and also to listen to what he has to say to you. Okay, if like Jesus' disciples, you don't know how to pray, then pray as Christ taught them to pray. You know, in Matthew uh, 6, 10 to 14, he told them about the Lord's Prayer, as we call it, our Father who art in heaven. Okay, now, now you can certainly pray that prayer, you know, you can pray that prayer. But that Jesus was not saying that this was the only way to pray. He was merely giving them a model. Okay, it's called a model prayer. And in that it says, our Father who art in heaven, you know. And that means that in starting, and I'm not going to go every, a verse by verse breakthrough. That's a sermon in itself of the Lord's Prayer. But our Father who art in heaven means that we approach him realizing that we're talking to at the other end. Uh, of the hotline, on the other end of the hotline is our Father who is in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Holy is thy name. That we should realize that the person that we're talking to, and I say person just mean that he's an individual, so, um, so to speak. Uh, God is spirit, of course. But the God that we're talking to that is on the other line, okay, hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. Okay? So in picking up the hotline, realize, realize that you're talking to the holy God of Israel. Okay, you're talking to the holy God of the creator of the universe. Okay, and he's there. And the interesting thing is that as, as powerful and as holy as he is, he wants to talk to you. He desires for you to pick up that hotline and call him. Amen. He really wanted to. God has commanded us to pray. In addition to that, God has commanded us. If we are to be obedient to him and to his will for our lives, then prayer must be a priority in our lives out of an act of obedience even. Okay. It must be a, be a priority in our lives. We want to develop that relationship with God. And the only way to do that is by talking with him. You know, and again, God establishes so that I want you to talk to me so you can come talk to me anytime, 24 seven. Just pick up the hotline and call me, okay? He wants us. We must use that hotline. God calls us to pray and we must respond. Why did Jesus pray? He knew that he needed to stay connected to his Father. Jesus was God. Jesus was God. While he was here on earth, he, he, he manifested himself on this earth in the form of a man, but he still needed to stay connected to his Father, and so he prayed. The Garden of Gethsemane, he went off alone there and, and he prayed, asking the Lord, asking the Father, Heavenly Father. I, in other words, he was saying, I know this mission that I'm on. I have to go to this cross and die. And at that time, I'm going to be separated from you. He said, Father, is there any other way to do it? You know, is there another way? But then he said, but Father, not my will, but your will be done, Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. So Jesus had the need to pray. The Bible talks about many times where he went off alone. He did exactly that. He simply prayed. Okay. Another reason that he prayed was to give us an example of how important it was to pray so that we could learn from him okay the gospels are full of references to the prayers of jesus for himself and for us and for us he prayed for us amen prayer reminds us that we are not in control but god is which is so important for us to remember that's part of the problem that we have in the things of life, the things that come our way. We think that we're the ones that are in control, and we start trying to figure out ways to, to, to fix the problem. We look at what's happening in the newspaper and what's going on on TV around the world, in our state, in our communities, and you see the chaos that's going on and so forth. And we, we start, what can we do? To, what can we do? Well, you know, God is the one that's in control. You know, we are not. So prayer reminds us that our Heavenly Father is the one that is in control, and he's the only one that can fix 
face whatever's going on in our lives, okay? We need to give respect to God just as we need to respect our parents. The same way you respect your parents, you need to make sure that we give respect to God. It is that relationship that God desires in us, okay? That God desires in us to be our father and we his children. Okay, that's how he desires our relationship to be. Realizing, we realizing, us realizing that God is our heavenly father, a powerful heavenly father, a dynamite heavenly father. In the same way we respect our earthly mothers and fathers, we need to respect God as our father because he views us as his children. Okay, amen. We therefore need to communicate with him as we would with our parents. And prayer is the way that we do it. His hotline is an instant communication tool. Instant communication. In prayer, even when we are physically weak, we can become strong to face any battle that the spirit realm is bringing against us, okay? Through strength, through the hotline to God, amen? If you're feeling weak, that is the time to pick up that hotline and call God. I mean, if you're feeling physically weak, okay? And I'm sure many of you out there know when you've got a major issue dwelling, you know, dwelling on your heart there, dwelling in your world, so to speak, you've got a major issue, you can become physically weak. Okay, you can lose your appetite, the whole the whole nine yards, okay? All right. And when that happens, you pick up that hotline to God. Pick it up and talk to him right away so you can gain some strength. We can all call upon God with whom we have a relationship to give us power over evil. Amen? Then if we go to, um, let's see, we did Ephesians, Ephesians 6 already. The, the heart of every, the, where in Ephesians 6 where it talks about the powers of darkness that we, we, we need to stand against, that are, you know, in spiritual wickedness in high places, you know, and just, just know that and understand this too, that the heart, the heart of every unconverted sinner, the heart of every unconverted sinner is the devil's castle, okay? That's his, that, that's, that's his palace, the heart of every unconverted sinner. And this is where the devil dwells in that palace, in that heart of that unconverted sinner. And this is where he rules, okay? So therefore, that person that is unconverted, where the devil is dwelling in his house, so to speak, okay? There's a kind of a peace to that person, in, the, in, in that person's heart, in that unconverted soul, while the devil, as an armed strong man, keeps control of the person, okay? So in other words, being that that person is being controlled by the devil, and the devil is in his heart and working in his life, that person does not even realize that the devil is the one that's controlling him. So in essence, that person feels at peace. He feels at peace. He doesn't feel like he's doing anything wrong, okay? Do you think the, the, the many, many, many people that are out there making life difficult for, for all of us is coming against the church and so on like that, do you think they, they feel convicted about it? Do you think they are worried about doing that? They feel quite at ease and quite at peace in doing what they're doing because they think they're doing the right thing. They think they're doing the right thing. Why? Because the devil is in their heart. The devil is in their lives, giving them this peace and is telling them, this is what I want you to do and it's a good thing to do. Therefore, they feel that they are the ones that are right. And us children of God, we children of God are the ones that are doing things wrong. So therefore, they want to silence our voices because they feel like we are the ones that are operating out of bounds. Okay? Okay? So to the unconverted soul, the person, person that is a non-believer, this is where the devil is in their lives. And because the devil is in their lives, guiding their lives, they feel at peace. Okay? They feel at peace in what they're doing. No way do they realize that they could anywhere, any way, shape, or form be, be, or, um, be doing the wrong thing. Okay? They have no doubt concerning their quote-unquote righteousness. Amen? Amen? So, picking up the hotline can bring you peace, as I said before, and that peace just passes all understanding. When we have the peace of God, our problems, whether big or small, they do not cause anxiety. 
Choosing a life with worry, even if the problem is small, will lead you to distress. It brings distress into your life. Worry causes your problem to only get bigger, to only get bigger. When you are shaken and distressed, your circumstances become the center of your life. When you're worried about something, that is what you're focusing all of your energies, all of your time on, and it becomes the center of your life. Okay, and this is what we have to watch out for. Okay, we can't let things that are going on in our lives, our worries become the center. When you are unshaken, your circumstances are, 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 are when you are unshaken, when you become bold and strong in the Lord, your circumstances, the things that are going on in your life are not the center of your life. Okay, you just keep on going, you keep on acting, you keep on doing what you must do because in your life there is the peace of God. Okay, so without the peace of God, you're unshaken. I mean, without the peace of God, you're shaken and you're distressed, you're upset, and that is right in the center. This is what your world is revolving around. When you get God into the picture, you pick up that hotline, you call God, and he gives you some marching order and gives you that peace. Then those things that were the center do not become the center of your life any longer. God is the center of your life. And then those other pieces that are out there, they get further and further away from being so important to you because God handles them. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Amen. So we can't let those circumstances, those negative circumstances in our life, we can't let those circumstances become the center of our universe. Amen. Problems wind up appearing smaller when we have the peace of God in our minds and in our hearts. That problem is not so looming out there. It's not, you're, it's not occupying every single waking thought and sleeping moment for that matter too where it's, it's stealing asleep. God's path, God's peace surpasses all understanding. It does not come from your skills, okay? We cannot produce it ourselves, okay? That peace we cannot create. We can't make it. It is not the result of something you can do by some natural exercise. You can't do so many push-ups and, and get that peace of God or whatever it is. You can't walk so many miles to get that peace of God. You need that peace of God from God. It is it is not the product of something that you learn at school. It's not something that's in the curriculum. And it does not come from friendships or another person. Although it is important that we have healthy relationships when we have difficult times, all right? People cannot give you the peace of God, as simple as that. And I don't care how much you may love them, how close they are to you, people cannot give you the peace of God. The peace of God only comes from God. This peace is expressed through life in the Spirit. Okay, it is the absolute confidence that your life is in the hands of God. All right, you have to know and realize that your life is in the hands of God. It is resting in God's faithfulness and not depending on your skills or your strengths. It is not a logical piece, but one that surpasses logic. Okay, that, that piece surpasses all understanding. It means that a psychologist might go nuts trying to figure out why you are, why you're in, in your situation that you have peace. They can't figure out why you should be peaceful, okay? It, it, it would, it would just, just totally destroy them because they have all these years of training. You know, a psychologist has all these years of training that says how a human being should behave or, or react under certain stressors or things that are, are bringing stress into a person's life. They have all this knowledge. So they don't understand how you, a child of God, when you're at peace in the midst of your storm, they don't understand how that could be because only God is the one that can give you that peace. They might not understand how that person is going through such circumstances and absolutely remain in peace. God's peace does not come from human beings, as I said a moment ago. The natural mind does not understand it. Tranquilities, tranquility when there's difficulty going on in your life only comes from something that God can give you, and that is his peace. The peace of God will stabilize your soul and guard your heart, your mind, and your emotions. Peace can be achieved by running to, to your hotline immediately. 
Okay, this is where you really want. You know, we have suicide prevention lines and all sorts of other hotlines. If if there's a crime that's going on and the police are trying to find the perpetrator of that crime, they may establish a hotline, which is a direct place of communication, means of communication to them. Well, this is your hotline too. So when that thing comes into your life, you run and you pick up that hotline. Pick it up immediately. Don't put it off. Don't don't wait until later on. Okay. The problem is the problem that happens with us human beings is that our mind betrays us. Our mind betrays us, and since our mind reacts to the circumstances of life, the mind is accustomed to governing, okay? Our minds are, are accustomed to reacting to whatever is going on around you. So when your mind appears, not your spirit, when your mind appears, is accustomed to reacting to what's happening in your life, then your mind is the one that is also accustomed to governing what is going on in, in your life, all right? In the middle of affliction, the mind tries to produce reactions of sadness, depression, fear, and everything else that makes you feel absolutely miserable. The mind does that. However, those reactions take us to a state of anxiety, okay, which only further confuses our mind. Therefore, our, our lives then become chaotic. Okay? So while your mind is trying to manage all of this, absent the peace of God and without bringing God into it, then it just gets worse and worse and worse until our lives then become chaotic because we didn't think about picking up that hotline and taking it to God. The peace of God guards our soul and protects us so, so, uh, protects us so our condition and circumstances do not simply govern us. And he let that peace come on us so that our mind doesn't try to govern us. There is a peace that goes beyond the understanding of psychology and of what human beings do when they're under stress. Okay? What should govern your life is in the Spirit of God. What should govern your life is in the Spirit of God. It's as simple as that. What's in your life should, should be governed by the Spirit of God. So the next time that you feel overwhelmed, worried, or fearful, run to the hotline. You won't be sorry. You won't be sorry. I have yet to be sorry or, or second-guessing anything that I've heard directly from the Lord. Okay, And if he chose to tell me that, go to the hotline, my son. Then I'm saying that to you. I'm passing it on to you. You've got an issue in your life. That hotline is right there, okay? And it's not just a hotline where it's a phone sitting on your nightstand or sitting on your desk at work or in your house or whatever. That hotline is there. It's a spiritual hotline. All you have to do is pick it up and run to the Father because guess what? He's on the other end waiting for you, waiting for you. After you finish hearing this message, if there's something that you're carrying, there's a burden that's out there, you're worried about something, or God is sitting at the other end of that hotline and he's just waiting for you to pick it up and call it. Do it by an act of your will, an act of your will. Pick up that hotline and call God the Father. He's waiting to hear from you. Praise God, praise God. Hope this message was a blessing to you. And um, if it was, uh, consider you know passing this, this link uh, to uh, do these sermons, uh, these podcasts on to someone that you love, even someone that's giving you a hard time because God doesn't want them to perish and they, God wants them to, to hear the word, hear his word and come to Jesus so they too can benefit from it. And, and uh, we can be reached at www.genesis1.sermon.net www.genesis1, one word, genesis1.sermon.net. And if you look in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a subscribe button. If you click on the subscribe button, then you'll be notified automatically when these uh, sermons are made available. Amen, amen. So praise God. I pray that you continue going forth and remember this hotline. It's, it's, it's at your disposal. It's there. It's at the ready to receive a call. 
to, for, for you to send that call to, to God. He's there waiting for you to call him. Do it today without further ado. Amen. So go forth and be blessed. And let's pray before we close. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just magnify thy name and glorify thy name. We thank you so much for this time that we've had with you, Lord. And we pray that as we go through the balance of the day and week ahead, O oh Lord God, that we remember your hotline, O oh Lord God. Thank you for establishing that hotline. Thank you for giving us this hotline, O oh Lord God. And we pray in the name of Jesus that we shall remember to use it, O oh Lord God, to use it at all times, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father, and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Go forth and be blessed. Amen. And remember that Jesus is indeed Lord. Amen. And I sing praises to you.